This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Starting with the early game, the Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs laying nine and a half points. The Chiefs are minus 450 on the money line. The Raiders are plus 333. Total set at 52 and a half. This line opened Chiefs laying seven and a half. It has been bet up to Kansas City minus nine and a half. And... There's nothing on the line for the Raiders. Their season is over. They're starting Jarrett Stidham at quarterback again. The Chiefs, because it doesn't look like, now we don't know for sure, it doesn't look like the NFL is going to replay that Bills-Bengals game that was postponed. So if the Chiefs win on Saturday, they're going to get the number one seed in the AFC. Are you laying this huge number? I don't know. I think this is a big question mark because of some injuries for the Raiders. If you're getting nine and a half with a Raiders team that has Devontae Adams, has Jarrett Stidham, but that's not even a guarantee because Devontae Adams, Jarrett Stidham, and also Josh Jacobs were all listed as limited on the the injury report on, um, what was it, Tuesday? So mm-hmm. I think that's a big question mark. If Devontae Adams is out, if it's, I think it's Chase Garber, Somebody who I have never heard of, like if it's a backup, backup quarterback, that's when some real problems present themselves when trying to make a case for the Raiders getting nine and a half points here. Traditionally, this has been very much an overs game. I believe the over is hitting five straight matchups between these two, but we also had Derek Carr slinging the rock for the Mm -hmm. Raiders. So maybe that's not the case. And maybe you take a look at the under if it is, Chase Garber, I believe that's his name, and no Devonta Adams. Yeah, I cannot. I just can't lay this with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs will win this game. There's no question about that. I'd be stunned if they lost this game because it is going to be all hands on deck going for that number one seed. But if you look at the trends here, when Patrick Mahomes is a favorite of more than seven points, <clears throat> he's 12-19-1 against the spread and 1-8 and on the road against the number so this is a situation where we've seen this time and time again the Chiefs play great football and then it's kind of been a roller coaster Chelsea if we go back over the last couple of years there was a time when the Chiefs covered every number right they were just a juggernaut and you could put money on Kansas City week in and week out you'd make money you'd make money well Vegas caught up and then all of a sudden the Chiefs started losing again against the number well, then they started winning again this season. Early in the year, they were a moneymaker. They were a wagon. And now, once again, Vegas is caught up, and the Chiefs have not been covering these big spreads lately. So I kind of feel like even though the money has certainly flowed in on Kansas City, now the Raiders are the right side. Yeah, uh, maybe. But I think the better play here is Patrick Mahomes and his passing yardage prop. Because here's the thing. I've mentioned this on the show before. We have several players who are going for – 
single season records, and also contract incentives. Patrick Mahomes is just 430 yards short of Peyton Manning's single season passing record. He already has 5,000 passing yards this season. So I think maybe he can get this. Like 430 is quite a bit. But he's posted some huge numbers against a Raiders secondary that is not very good. 29th in the NFL in passing yards allowed. So if there's ever a good spot for Patrick Mahomes to at least take a shot at breaking this record, I think it's against the Raiders. Right now his line posted at 320 and a half, juice to the over at minus 115. Maybe that's a solid play. Yeah, I think that's probably something to look at. Ultimately, I think you have the right idea, which is when you see a spread this big and there's so many question marks, and man, there are spreads all over the place this week, which we'll get to in a moment, then maybe look at a prop like that, particularly when you have some motivation when you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, who certainly can get it done with the best of them. Let's get to your game. An 8-15 kickoff on Saturday night. The Titans at the Jags. This one is really intriguing because of what's on the line. The AFC South title. Jags are minus six. Jags are minus 250 on the money line. The Titans are two to one. Total is set at 40. This spread opened Jags minus seven. Then went to Jags minus six and a half. Now Jags minus six. So that Titans money slowly trickling in. What Tennessee has lost six straight. They look awful. They're starting Josh Dobbs at quarterback. And yet, I still think Tennessee is the right side here. I'm definitely betting the Titans. It's one of my favorite bets of the week. It may sound counterintuitive, but I think the market is way too high in the Jags right now. Oh, I just got throw up taste in my mouth for you, James. Oh, because thank you. As thank somebody you. who has made the case all season long for the Titans when getting points, because traditionally, Mike Vrabel has been excellent as an underdog because he Mm -hmm. always gets his team ready to play. It's a very good defensive squad, but still, if this was a team that had Ryan Tannehill playing, I think that would be one thing, but it's really hard to roll the dice when it's Josh Dobbs or even Malik Willis. It may be even a split rep situations because they need to get some of those guys, uh, you know, in there, even though this is a big time game. But uh, I think that's also why maybe you play two quarterbacks because if one's doing absolutely terrible, Why not give the other guy a chance? However, if you remember that Jacksonville game against Tennessee the first time around, which I do Mm -hmm. because I was in the stands, there were some turning points that made that game completely different. Derrick Henry fumbled twice, big time fumbles when they were in the, I believe in the red zone or at least driving down the field. Ryan Tannehill threw a really bad interception. So if you take those out, I think the Titans possibly could have won that game. So I think that box score wasn't quite as telling as the game, as close as the game probably could have been. So maybe the Titans have a chance here, but I don't know. I think it's going to be passing yardage props for Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to be Evan Ingram, the tight end, and also Zay Jones, who's closing in on some contract incentives as well. So that's the safe play for me as a Titans fan. I like that. I also like the under here. First of all, let's talk about this spread. And this is why I like the Titans. Mike Vrabel, as a dog, when given three or more points, Chelsea, 21-9-1 and one against the number. So more than a field goal, his Titans cover 70% of the time. And remember, they rested a lot of their starters last week. And when you look at that Jags secondary, you say, okay, they're starting Josh Dobbs. I don't feel good about that. But the Jags secondary is 29th this season against the pass. So against a quarterback that maybe you don't have a lot of faith in, he might be able to have some success just because that's not really the strength of the Jaguars' defense. Also, I like the under as well. Titans 11-5 and five to the under this season. 
Jags are five and two to the under this season at home. So it's Titans and the under for me. Would you go under 40 or does that total make you nervous? That makes me nervous with this yeah. passing defense for the Titans. No. Uh, and especially because Derrick Henry is going to be a man on his mission on a mission. Yesterday was his birthday. He usually plays oh. exceptionally well in December. And plus he had an extra week of rest, which normally he does not guess get. He should be rumbling. He had over a hundred yards rushing uh, in the first half last time out against Jacksonville. So I think his prop may be worth a look as well. Chelsea, I was talking about so much line movement in the NFL. Let me tell you why this is happening in a couple of these games. Justin Fields is out this weekend for the Bears with a hip injury against the Vikings. And I know you've been making money on that Justin Fields rushing part, prop, I should say. Nathan Hederman will get the start instead. So that line has moved from Vikings minus 2.5 to Vikings minus 7.5. And, and it's a shame, too, because... Fields had a chance to break Lamar Jackson's single-season rushing record, and instead he's going to end up short. So is it for sure? Or yes. has have they just, like, hinted at it? No, he's Because here's out. the thing. Like, why not just let him play, like, a quarter? Uh, but that is beside <laughs> the point, because if Nathan Peterman is playing, there's no logic that says you can take the Bears here. I know it's over the key number of seven, and maybe that's the case, but usually when Nathan Peterman starts – these are absolute blowout games. Like, I think they live lost by 20 every single time that Nathan Peterman has been the starter. So uh, it's either Vikings or nothing. Like, there's no way I feel like I can play the Bears. The mm -hmm. The Bears are playing for something, and that's to lose. They need a better draft. Yeah. Cool. Uh, even though I'm not sure what the Vikings have to play for either, but one would think that the bears are going to try to lose this one and that's probably exactly why they are starting nathan peterman one would think that chelsea more quarterback news here in dc forget about carson wentz that was a one and done experiment by ron rivera taylor heineke is out the commanders are going to start rookie quarterback sam howell first ever nfl start the rookie out of north carolina so that game against the cowboys has seen the line move from cowboys minus four and a half Cowboys minus seven. I know Commanders fans are so excited to see Sam Howell, and I think he has a lot of potential, but this just goes to show that Ron Rivera made a bad move. I thought it was the right call when he went with Carson Wentz, and Carson throws three picks, and now they're starting a rookie in the final game of the season, and this was a Commanders team that had a chance to make the playoffs. Kind of a mess, though. I am excited to see what Howell can do. Yeah, why not let it ride with Sam Howell? See what yeah. he can do. See if you have any kind of future uh, in this young quarterback, I think you can look at the the past of the the season and say, oh, why did they start so-and-so? Why did they start him? But sometimes I feel like some of those decisions are decisions that are also made mm -hmm. by the top of the organization as well. Because, you know, when you go out and get Carson Wentz, like, what are you going to do? Let him sit on the right. shelf? Like, you're probably paying him way more than you're paying Sam Howell. Sam Howell was really good in college, and I saw this floating around people talking about his college stats. But he kind of reminds me of Baker Mayfield a little bit. He's a little undersized. Uh, he can run a little bit. But I'm not sure how high the ceiling is for Sam Howell. Well, I would lay it with the Cowboys, even at seven. Even at that key number, I'd lay it. Because number one, he's still a rookie, Sam Howell is. And he does have a ton of talent. You never know how that's going to translate to the NFL. The Cowboys are going to be motivated, Chelsea, if the Eagles lose to the Giants. Now, that's probably not going to happen. But 
the Cowboys can still get the number one seed if for some reason that happens and Philly falls apart. And also, that Cowboys secondary is really, really talented. So a motivated Cowboys team, you go up against that Dallas secondary, not exactly the spot I would want to start a rookie quarterback. But that's what the commanders are going to do. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.